So, Brother Kevin, right. SPK and I, and there's a JR to a degree, too, yeah. have gone back and forth. Prince the Great Artist or MJ? Now, I'm not talking about sales. I, but I will Pure say Pure artist? I, well, you, who, where do you fall? Uh, if you're just talking artist. So, which one was the greater artist? I would have to go with Prince. JR. Uh, personally, for me, Michael Jackson affected me more. Now, I'm not talking about affected you more. Yeah. No, to take, take the songs out of it yeah. and look at it from a, a purely objective point of view as far as creation, as far as legacy, as far as what they contributed to I, the music industry. Creativity, I have to give it to Prince, but legacy, Michael Jackson has a bigger legacy in my opinion, like to me. And like I said, I don't know that I would disagree with that. Because how about this? Like I have uh, younger nieces and nephews, right? They know who Michael Jackson is still to this day. Right. But when Prince died, they're like, who's Prince? Michael Jackson had a greater reach. I yeah. would say that if we're talking about purely on artistic terms, mm -hmm. creative terms, and I was watching this documentary, How Prince Changed the Music Industry. It's a three-hour documentary. Um, and by the way, you do a three-hour documentary on Michael Jackson, it's not going to have the points about how he changed the music industry, how he fought record labels, how he did this, how he did. It's basically going to be his rise right, and but his the, subsequent fall. You, you don't have to look any further as far as for creativity. There was no harder worker than Prince. He put out 30 studio albums and has 500 songs. Yeah, but a lot of his stuff he put out was crap. Okay, but I'm saying. Right. Michael Jackson put out a lot of volume, too. I would say this, though. This is a point someone, this is a point one of the journalists, one of the music historians made, because he was talking about how Prince was trying to structure a $100 million deal, which would have been the biggest at the time with Warner Brothers, which he ultimately did, but it wasn't what it was uh, set out to be. And he said he felt that he was as big as Madonna and as big as Michael Jackson at the time. And then he says, and arguably he was, he says, Michael Jackson and Madonna needed producers in the studio. Mm. They needed songwriters. With Prince, you put Prince in the studio, all Prince needed was Prince. And he comes out with Purple Rain. Mm -hmm. And he comes out with Sign of the Times. And he comes out with, uh, you, you know, any but, of the... Uh, that, but he was also a songwriter, too. I mean, he wrote uh, uh, Manic Monday. He wrote, uh, he wrote Nothing he, Compares you, to You. Yeah, you'd be surprised how uh, many hits he Shaka wrote for other people. For, yeah. uh, I feel Shaka for you, we were just yeah. talking about that. Um, One for Stevie was, Nicks, too. Uh, Stevie Nicks, uh, Stand, Stand Back. Back. Yeah. Stand Back, which is one of Stevie Nicks' best songs. Prince... And, now, and, and that solidified it for me because he was right. You put Prince in the studio with just Prince and the studio, and Prince is going to deliver you a hit album. You put Michael Jackson in the studio with just Michael Jackson, and Michael Jackson's going to be searching the floor for Quincy Jones' number. Right. right. And that's the difference right there. The other thing is, and Prince, like David Bowie, and I'm not trying to, was very prescient about the Internet and how music was going to change. Prince, at the time, and the documentary made this case, when Prince was fighting to own his masters, Those people thought he masters. was, oh, yeah, if you don't own the masters, the masters own you. People thought he was being spoiled, self-indulgent, and, and they made, the documentary makes the case that now it's like, duh, absolutely right. you should own your own wow. masters. That uh, they still don't. But but, pr right, but Prince was vilified. 
Right. Now, it didn't help that he changed his name to an unpronounceable symbol. symbol. It was a symbol. There was a lot of wackiness going. But, he was right, but he was also wacky. And, and you talk about creative, uh, uh, creativity and skills. Prince is, you know, not only could dance and perform, he could play. He was one of the best guitarists, I think, most un, uh, unheralded guitarists. Unheralded guitarists. Yeah. He could also play the keyboards. He Absolutely. could play the drum. I mean, he could play a Well, he played, I think, on his first couple albums, all the he played all of the He's instruments Don himself. Miggs. Yeah, well, I was going to say Lenny Kravitz, but sure, Don, <laughs> sure. We'll throw Don Miggs a little he, bit. Didn't he play every instrument in your song? Uh, uh, yes, he did. Yes, he did. He's a multi-instrumentalist. Um, the genius of Prince... I don't know that I would say Michael Jackson was a genius. Right. I would say that Prince was a genius. Michael Jackson was a phenomenal entertainer. That's a good word for me. Whereas you could arguably say that about Prince as well, while you couldn't say that Michael Jackson was a genius. Michael Jackson had a lot of genius working with him. I don't know that much about Michael Jackson, but you nailed it when you said you're looking for Quincy Jones's number. You're looking for, I, I, yeah. I'm just wondering how many songs Prince arranged. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Michael Jackson arranged, wrote, you know, actually did producing. I see Prince working in his Prince did it all. Workaholic. Yeah. He used to have for days. With the print, the label did not want to release Kiss because they said it was too stripped down. It sounded like a demo. And Prince held his ground and said, no, this is the song. This is how you're going to release it. And then it ends up being a worldwide smash. Mm -hmm. Now, conversely, Prince made a lot of mistakes. Prince was a horrible movie director. Uh, There was first, there was... Come on, Purple Rain? uh, He did not direct Purple Rain. Oh, he didn't? Which is why Purple Rain is good. He he directed the follow-up to Purple Rain, which was uh, the parade album hails from that movie... The hell was the name of that movie? Uh, Prince directed movies. It was horrible. But so here, here's the thing: Michael Jackson's obviously known for, and I, I know he didn't produce it. Under the hold on, let me finish the one. Under the Cherry Moon, right? Horrible film, right? But but and I, then the sequel to Purple Rain that he directed, Graffiti Bridge, horrible film. He was a horrible director. Horrible director, but uh, heard wonderful basketball player. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Great basketball it player. Can make a plate of pancakes that is make you want to slap your <laughs> Wait, mama. Wait, is, is, is that fake news? <laughs> no, it's real. Uh, they actually did a documentary on it on uh, ESPN. And he could ball out. Yeah, yeah he, it was supposed to be a yeah, yeah, yeah you, pretty you, decent basketball. You want to see? You want to see his uh, basketball picture when he was uh, he was like playing varsity like he a sophomore year. He was like five two. Yeah, he was like it, Muggsy Bow. Doesn't mean right. he can't ball. Look at uh, look at uh, who was the short basketball player? That Spud Webb. Spud Webb. Muggsy Bow. Yeah, Let me tell you something. I never realized how short Prince was until I met him in person. He was 5'3". If that. Yeah. I mean, he had those when he came to the club after we had the, we had like the, the high heels. Listen, uh, high heels. Listen. And I still, he yeah. still came up to my For shoulder. For a grown man to walk around in high heels all the time, you ain't 5'6". You got to be below 5'4". No, he, 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 yeah. he's, he's bordering on. Yeah, he's, yeah, he looks like my auntie. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I bet you wouldn't have said that to his face. <laughs> nah. He cracked you aside the head with that, uh, <laughs> that hey. white guitar from Purple Rain. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Pulled it out of nowhere. And doves cry over your weeping body. <laughs> hey, you want to see his uh, basketball photo? Yeah, let me see it. Yo, he still has, like, perm and pressed hair. Yeah, there he is. Look at him. He's a baller. Yeah. Yeah, Charlie, go ahead. You're on the Soul Brother Kevin show. Hey, Soul Brother Kevin. I got to say this. MJ did a great job. But if you want to see Prince perform the best you want to see, the Super Bowl performance where he the flooding rain and played Purple Rain, 
Absolutely. Charlie, I'm going to hang up and I want you to listen because your connection is bad. But listen to this. You want a better performance? And they reference it and show clips of it in the documentary. It was, I forget what the performance was, but George Harrison, Tom Petty. What was that? Was that a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction? Uh, uh, maybe the Grammys? Uh, George Harrison, Prince. He plays While My Good. There are five. While My Guitar. Yeah. Weeps, yeah. Uh, Harrison, Prince. I'll get it. Fat fingers would work. Uh, okay, here it is. It was here. We go right here. It was the Tom Petty, Steve Winwood, Jeff Lynn. It was a tribute to George Harrison, 2004. You want to see a performance that's transcendent? Was it the Grammys? It was not. It was a tribute show, oh, okay. a tribute to George Harrison. So at the end, you've got you've got these guitar greats. You've got uh, again. You've got Tom Petty. Jeff Lynn, Steve Winwood, and they're playing While My Guitar Gently Weeps, which is one of George Harrison's hits. And Prince comes on the at the end solo. and for a minute and a half makes guitar. everybody else on stage that. look like a boy band and, and, and then throws the guitar up in the air and walks off stage. Mm. That is what you – the, the Super Bowl show is fantastic, but – it was just Prince up there so he could shine. Now, when you put him on stage with other legendary musicians and he still shines, that shows the depth of his brilliance. What's the name of the documentary? It's uh, look up the 2004 tribute to George Harrison. No, the documentary. Oh, the documentary, and you'll love it. And it erased itself, and I had an hour. To, I got into all of this, and I still had an hour. There are some albums that uh, he did. It talks about albums that he released when he was trying to get out of his contract. It's called How Prince Changed the Music Industry. On Netflix? It was not Netflix. It was on Axis. A-X-I-S. Axis. It's one part of the direct TV package that I have. And it's called How Prince Changed the Music Industry. And you know what I love about this? Because I just watched a documentary about him prior, but it had recreations. And it had some idiot that looked like Prince but sounded horrible. This has no recreations. This is all video. This is all file footage of Prince. It's all interviews. And they go through the album releases that he did and why they were, why they either failed, why the, why they were mis. It's just interesting. It's not, uh, what's her name, Ava uh, DuVernay's? Because I know she was working on one with Netflix. Uh, this was not, no, I, I don't know how, it was how Prince, let me see if I changed the, here it is. Is right it here. recent? I, 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 can, I can only tell Does it you. Does talk about his death? Put it that I, way. I didn't, I was an hour outside of it, so I don't know. I, I think that it did, I, I think it was before his death. Okay. Okay, because they didn't kind of, rev, how Prince changed the music injury documentary. All right, let me see if I can find it. Dead Dead slave trade. There it is right there. New Prince documentary. It was 2014. So it was prior. Well, how long has Prince been dead? About uh, a few years, right? Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah, it's called Slave Trade, how Prince remade the music business. And it, it is just, it's a really fascinating look at him. Uh, I remember I was working at Blockbuster Music. And, you know, you, you'd get the new releases before anybody. And then I'd put it over the sound system over the store. His Chaos and Disorder came out, one of, the mo one of his most beautiful album covers. And I was like, great. Mm. And it looked like it was going to rock. It's a real rock record. And I put, that, so I put that CD on and played it 17 times looking for a decent song. 
I would Good just man. keep replaying. I would go, there's got to be a decent song. And I, I have never heard such garbage. I was like, what the hell was he thinking? And when you watch the documentary, you find that Chaos and Disorder was songs from the vault that he put together and gave to Warner Brothers because he needed two more albums to get out of the contract. And so it literally was just... And if you like li- patch job now, I might need to revisit it and see. But I'm telling you, I put that album on no less than 17 times, begging to find a melody or something that told me that the uh, Prince was was good. Yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do, but he has allegedly 500 tracks in the vault. No, he did. He pay- don't do nothing. Well. He- or whomever is a state are going to do with it and to see what they uh, they come out with. The documentary is 2.2 2 and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's 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 really, really a fast... It's probably the best Prince documentary that I've seen. Again, again primarily because it's it has a lot of interview clips and it doesn't spare the clips of when he was just acting the fool. Mm. When he would do an interview and had his face covered, and he would whisper the answers to my, uh, my tag, my tag, uh, Maytag, Maytag, I don't know, whatever the girl's name was that he married, and then she would answer back. And you're just like, dude, the, your message is, is strong. Don't allow it to get lost in this idiocy. It, it was idiocy, but it was also who he was. I mean, there was a secret, and, and it was a time when rock stars could be that way. He was in, a lot of it, I think, he, he was an insecure cat. Oh. He was an insecure cat. If you watch Under the Cherry Moon, you watch Purple Rain, and Morris Day steals a lot of those scenes. Now, as, as a filmmaker and as a film, you know, as an avid film fan, I maybe watch things a little different, but but now in the light of day, and I knew this back then, watch Under the Cherry Moon. The character that Prince plays is Morris Day from Purple Rain. Really? He, and, and, and what that bespeaks of is that he was so upset that Morris Day was stealing the scenes that in his next film he was like, well, I'm going to be funny like Morris Day. And that's why the movie flopped, because it wasn't him. It was Morris Day. Well, if you don't think I'm right, watch watch the two and, and you'll see. I'm not going to watch the other one. <laughs> no, watch Slave Trade, though. That's the better one. There's a little Prince for you at that George Harrison Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction tribute. The guitar you hear is Prince. Probably there. 
He looking over at Tom Petty. You better not even try and play lead on this bitch. <laughs> who's, on, who's on the stage with him? Tom Petty? Tom Petty, Jeff Lynn from ELO. Yeah. Eric Clapton. ELO, that's a spaceship to the moon. Is it that, is that something, man? Something like something that. Like that. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Listen All right. to this. guitar gently weeps and you don't make that guitar weak, then you need to get off stage. So, so you can uh, watch documentary Slave Trade, how Prince remade the music business on a uh, website called Tubi, T-U-B-I. Uh, you found it. TubiTV.com, T-U-B-I-TV.com. I'm going to tell you this. Send me that link, by the way, because I still have an hour of it left to go. You will be fascinated by it. It's just really, really interesting. Not Do just I have your about number? Prince. Uh, yes, you have my number, Jackass. <laughs> Keith, go ahead. You're on the Soul Brother Kevin show. Well, what's happening? Ah, uh, you know, Keith, just trying to keep the ship afloat. Man, this show this shows like a peanut butter sandwich without the jelly, yo. <laughs> Is that good or bad? Yeah, just kind of dry and sticky. Get it? <laughs> uh, not really. <laughs> dry and sticky can be uh, good sometimes. Uh, dry and sticky ain't never good, bro. Uh, it depends on what's dry and what's sticky. Yeah, your wife is dry and sticky. <laughs> uh, uh, hey. Hey, hey, Keith, wait, wait, thanks for listening. You, why did you slam? Like <laughs> thanks for listening, bro. All right, guys. Uh, thanks. Keith, 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 so yeah. weird. Yeah, Keith, Keith is our boy. Him, yes, he is. He's our boy. Yeah. Mm -hmm.